Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Alaskan Pet Culture. Got uh, Roxanne Brooks here, of course. Uh, Holy Dog, Inc., exceptional pet care. And uh, good afternoon, Roxanne. Well, thanks. Hi. <laughs> Uh, we're uh, coming up on spring break. I know you kind of had that on the brain when you showed up. I know. I'm I'm really hoping we're on the last, the, the upswing to spring. I will. I hope so. Well, you know it's coming. We're get, The daylight. Yeah. More and more daylight, so I'm liking that. It's coming. It's just, you know, our weather seems to get so unpredictable that... Um, <laughs> Who knows? It's like a surprise. <laughs> it's it's still a little early to think we're completely out of the woods, but you right. know you know spring's coming. It is, and right. so and spring breaks next week. Right. Um. I know a lot of folks leave town in Fairbanks. They do. So mm-hmm. spring break isn't a big event for mm-hmm. us at the kennel because it's it's kind of a holiday, mm-hmm. something that we prepare for with um, extra staff and things like that because people take advantage of the fact that they can leave Friday evening. And they get that weekend, and they get a full week off, and then they get another weekend off before they have to be back on Monday or the kids back in school. So, so nine day vacation, of, yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of family, a lot of Hawaii vacations, a lot yeah. of just vacations happen during spring break, and then, um, and if not, I know everybody starts to get in that spring cleaning mood and mm-hmm. things like that. So in my industry, which is pet boarding and daycare. Um, we prepare for that so we can handle a, a larger load of dogs safely and successfully. Mm-hmm. And uh, often, you know, in Fairbanks, we get a lot of um, new clients because we have a lot of military in town. So we have a lot of people um, moving to town or leaving town. Yeah. So often we're meeting new clients that have heard about us from other people, um, which word of mouth, I feel, is one of the most powerful ways to learn about another business and if you want to use them or not. And um, I'm often asked questions like, you know, I'll ask them because they'll give me their out-of-state paperwork for their veterinarian and I'll ask them, have they found a vet yet? And they know, so I ask them where they live or what part of town that they live and then I give them some suggestions because we do have a lot of really wonderful vets in town. Yeah. The key is is finding the one that's works best for you and your family and and some people have higher expectations out of their veterinarian, which means they may might want to form more of a relationship with their veterinarian depending on their dog's needs. And so, we, uh, you, you know, we've, and I, I won't name names because I'm not going to make a commercial out of this, but I've discovered there are veterinarians out there who do house calls. And we oh, found one of those. We, we love having her come over. And, and there it's, is. It, there's so much less trauma for our dog if he just sits in the living room and yes. it's just taken care of at home. I, and I'm a big, big advocate for that, particularly with end of life mm-hmm. choices for euthanasia. And I personally have had my vet come mm-hmm. out where we are in a calm environment. <clears throat> And we have we've performed euthanasia at home, so totally less stress for the animal. Maybe yeah. not for me, but that's that, that doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. What matters is the transition's peaceful. So yeah. I appreciate that greatly. So um, and in so in I guess what we're talking about today is is finding the best 
pet care provider, be it boarding and daycare and or veterinary. I'm not sure what else is there. You know, there's, there's, so for instance, at my kennel, we will be boarding a dog with an autoimmune disease. Mm -hmm. So she needed to ask me and have a conversation with me. And I've gotten to know her over the years in boarding her dog. Um, if we were capable of doing so. So you are equipped to handle that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm knowledgeable in that, that. In the past, we have done so before. Same for a diabetic dog, which uh, one of our other longtime clients has. They've recently discovered that their elderly dog is diabetic, and mm-hmm. if we were able to do the insulin shots, which... Yes, I kind of brought up, well, we had to do a nebulizer on a ferret that was boarded before. So, What's a nebulizer? It's uh, like a little breathing mask because it had uh, huh. breathing issues. So They have little ferret-sized breathing masks? They did, masks? yes, they did. In a little machine, you had to turn it on, get the smoke going. And, I would, know, I would my think mother that had all, a nebulizer. That so. would almost be cute, I would think. Yes, it was. <laughs> but, you know, you hear this little ferret. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um the, we, there are so many people that do great lengths for mm-hmm. their animals and in Fairbanks mm-hmm. and Alaska. And to me, it's, if it's new and it's, it's something I haven't done before, I, I am interested in learning how to do it. I'm not going to just say, Hey, hey, that's another dollar or it, look at the dog as a dollar sign. It's an opportunity for me to learn to provide, to learn how to care more for a dog. I still, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Roxanne, but I'm distracted over ferret nebulizer. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing this. This is one day. This needs to be a Will Ferrell scene in a movie where he's applying the nebulizer <laughs> on a ferret, and I I'm know, sure Will God. Ferrell would have a lot of fun with this. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm totally getting distracted here. <laughs> I, I know when you came in, you kind of wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, picking, you know, good or, well, boarding. We can talk about that boarding, and now, so of course, to uh-huh. me, my, my go-to is uh-huh. come for a tour. Mm-hmm. But you must consider personalities too. I mean, not just for your dog, but for you. And I, I really like having those relationships so that if I, I can learn more about the dog. Mm-hmm. If I'm, if I've got a good dialogue with the owners and I can maybe private message them during the dog's stay or I chat with them at checkout or check in and, you know, you, you develop relationships and you can you learn more about not only their family, but you learn more about their dog and their dog's um, idiosyncrasies and habits and things like that. Something you said that stuck with me uh, weeks ago, you were talking about, uh, you know, if a family's going to come check out uh, your kennel ahead of time, uh-huh. bring the dog with you. Yes. Because... For the dog, in the dog's mind, that counts as its first stay. Even if it it's does. only, even if it's only there 10 minutes, in yep. the dog's mind, I've been there once. Yep. And so the next time you go and you drop the dog off. It's well, not that what? It's, what? yeah, a little less trauma for the dog. Right. Because mom and dad left. Well, I've been here before, so right. I can handle it. And we're doing tours pretty regularly. I think pretty much every day. Last night I had a fantastic tour with a dog that looked just like a dog that left. So he has his, uh, Doppelganger? Yeah, who's doppelganger? Um, a great dog, people. Doggy doppel, a, a, yeah. dog, a doggleganger. Yeah, okay, <laughs> there we go. Okay, right. um, so they came in. Uh-huh. We did the tour. I showed them around the building. We went in the back. They got to meet the evening attendant. We tried to do um, the tours after all the daycare rush because, you know, if I've got dogs flying out the door from daycare, I can't really show people around. So right. it was a little calmer. And then um, 
we were chatting and showing them. Um, they got to meet a lot of the dogs that were already there. Mm-hmm. And then when we came back up front, they brought their dog in. And then mm. we brought Kenai out and, and, of course, a couple other dogs. And the dog had a great time. He had a mini play session in the front office. We discussed our our requirements for boarding. We, re, we discussed that they hadn't really located a local vet yet and, and the different options um, for veterinarians and um Sometimes they can even do some things themselves. Mm-hmm. So if they were comfortable with that. And, and and in the conversation, I learned about the dog's play habits. I got to learn their habits, how often they took him to dog parks, if how social his life was. Um, he came from a hot climate, but yet he had a big winter coat. So things like that, how often mm. they groomed him. It was it was a fun. It was a nice conversation. So for somebody who brings their dog to your um, to your place for uh, daycare, mm-hmm. for doggy daycare, how many different people do you have that'll handle somebody's dog? Um, how many people will that dog interact with in a typical day at and your And that's kennel? another thing I really mm-hmm. like. I have such a diverse staff mm-hmm. that if the dog has a fear of men or a man with beards or men with big hair or men of color and that wear baseball caps, they're going to get over it at Holy Dog. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> and, you know, dogs tend to respond better to women because maybe we're softer. I'm not sure. There tends to be more dogs scared of big, burly men hmm, okay. than, than otherwise. So, But I, I have, you know, we have a variety of different aged women and then in my view, girls, but women, okay. young adults, and then we also have a variety of men. So I would say about six to eight to nine different people Okay. Um, with with some teenagers. Um, and then sometimes um, our former front desk gal who's doing work at home for us now because she apparently is highly allergic to dogs, <laughs> can't be in the kennel Boy, anymore. that's a kind of a career killer. <laughs> I know. Boy, she's great, too. I miss her. But she'll bring her children in. Okay, yeah. And so we were obviously we're cautious, but, I mean, her children are there and can interact with the senior dogs, or sometimes they interact with the, mm-hmm. the dogs upstairs, the little dog area or yeah. something like that. So we're conscious of that, and what we're also conscious of is not just the type of person, but how we interact with the dog, how we approach the dog. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's ways to greet a dog and there's ways not to greet a dog. Um, the natural way for a human to greet a dog is to go, hi, doggy, bend over, extend our hand, and pat them on the head. <laughs> Guess what dogs hate and are terrified of generally? That very thing. People bending over, extending a f- hand, and patting them on the head. Sure, it's kind of a dominant move, isn't it? It very much. It's scary. It's mm-hmm. looming. Yeah. So, and and that goes for a veterinary practice too. There are ways to approach and restrain a dog for lower stress and to allow the dog a choice. So, in the recent seminar we had up here with Grisha Stewart, um, her, she calls her training empowerment training, which is a form of positive dog training, which really is positive dog training. Mm-hmm. Empowerment means that the dog is allowed. We allow the dog to make choices. So, for instance, how to let the dog make a choice is, if I were to greet a dog I had not met, I want it to come to me first. Okay. But I want my body language still. I would squat down, not bending over, 
and I would wait for the dog to approach me, and then I would let the dog smell me first, and then I would take my hand, and I would use wiggly fingers on his chest and under his chin, like like this. Can you see this? <laughs> <laughs> wiggly fingers, not flat padding fingers. Okay, gotcha. And then I would count to five, five You're, seconds. Roxanne's playing the piano is yeah, what right. she's doing, okay? I so am. She's doing with the Five fingers. seconds, and I would stop. Mm-hmm. And then I would allow the dog to choose to maybe wander away and investigate and smell, which smelling could be a sign of stress. It's a displaced uh, behavior where, or, or or it could be a calming behavior or a sign of stress. So you, you kind of got to know behavior to judge that. But I'm allowing the dog to leave and go away and then maybe come back on his own accord, which is empowering mm-hmm. to the dog and allowing him to become comfortable with the stranger. Yeah, okay. Yeah, makes so sense. So now a person looks different from standing to 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 squatting to sitting. So we keep that in mind when we are handling dogs that may be under greater amount of stress than other dogs. Right. Okay. Now that makes so sense. So those are things to look for and of course another stressful environment is the vet office or the groomer's office mm-hmm. or whatever salon. Sure. Um so when you're choosing people to help you care for your dog, there are things to really look for and questions to ask. Um, a lot of veterinarians are very, very good at what they do medically, but maybe they didn't get into the the psychology or the behavioral track as much as maybe another vet. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be seeking out a holistic vet that could, um, you know, be more of assistance than just, you know, a pharmaceutical avenue. So Mm -hmm. there's choices in Fairbanks, um, and it just really depends on what you need. Um, But I do feel that if a person, any person in any profession, wants to go to an aversive before they try other alternatives, and what I mean by aversive is if a client came in and said, hey, or to the vet or to whoever, my dog is pulling on the leash and knocking me down, I might recommend a dog training class first versus a prong, pinch, or shock collar, Okay. which doesn't train the dog. Training trains the dog. Gotcha. You can put a quick fix on it, but you're, you're in, essentially you, there's I'll, no right way. Well, people. what I've noticed, it seems like the common denominator, anytime you talk about training a dog, Seems like the common denominator is first we train the owner. Exactly. Isn't that kind of what? Yeah, it that's really what is. I see. Yeah. But you need to consider methods as well. Mm-hmm. Now there's a, a balanced trainer is somebody who does a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, that's talking about training. We're not here to talk <laughs> about training. I just, I just, I want people to be able to understand that when you're with a professional, mm-hmm. ask questions. And if you're not comfortable and you don't like, I don't care how expert they say they are. I don't care how many years at college they are. If you- Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No you don't like how they touch, handle, or speak to your dog. Tell them no. Yeah. 
Or don't say no, collect your dog and leave. So uh, I'm not going to ask you to name names because uh, we're not here to do that. But uh, you know, there are there know. are there are a number of kennels in this town that you could choose uh, to leave your dog at if you're there going are. away on vacation. Certainly, we're here to endorse Holy Dog Inc. Of course, exceptional That's pet right. care. You know, uh, it. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. and and I'm going to specifically say don't name names. Well, here's but, the bottom but, line. But are there are there others in town that there you would feel others. comfortable with? I don't know. I haven't really been there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So maybe, okay. but you know, I'm. I, the bottom line is, I know if they're in the business, they're not in it to get rich. Yeah. Their bottom line is, we all love dogs. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has a different take on how dog treatment should be. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't walk in their shoes. I don't know. But okay. what I do know, if I were an average dog owner, yeah, which I would. I haven't been that in a long time. <laughs> You're certainly a dog owner, but there's am, nothing average about you, Roxanne. Yeah, and that's it. I love I love my journey, and I love where I am. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying for you because, mm-hmm. you know, this client, whoever, client A, may not work well f- well with what I do may not work well for them, but mm-hmm. this place might, and that's the number one thing too. Is is not only do we want to make sure throughout. Our dog ownership, we understand about empowerment, but we need to be empowering for ourselves. Mm -hmm. We need to make choices. And often what I see is people do blindly follow experts. Mm. Well, my vet said I needed to do this, and my vet said I needed to do that. And have you ever just took a step back, took a breath, and went, okay, why? (laughs) You know, with with your own health. I mean, don't we... We get second opinions or whatnot. I'm not saying you have to, mm-hmm. but think. That's all I'm saying is use your brain yeah. and think. And you can Google anything. I mean, I've looked up autoimmune in, uh, autoimmune diseases in dogs. Yeah. Um, we have another dog that had a something go wrong, and I'm going to look it up when I get back. But she basically had a mini stroke, and poor mm. poor little dogs walking sideways and. Unfortunately, it was right before a trip, but fortunately, it's a regular client that we know the dog really well, and she's reactive on top of it all. So she's kind of, uh, we know how to handle this dog. Yeah. We know that if we open up her kennel to take her out to go potty or to the playroom, that we need to step back and allow her just to go. But if we were to put a leash on her, she doesn't like that. Oh, okay. And then so now we're dealing not only with her reactivity, we're dealing with a health issue as well that could amplify the reactivity, which pain is usually one of the leading causes of a dog having reactivity issues. Yeah, okay. I know this from experience. I know this from studying. I know this from attending many conferences and just seeking out that extra thing so I can care for these dogs better. Let's uh why don't we're kind of in the middle of it here? Why don't we right. why don't we do a commercial for Holy Dog Inc. <laughs> exceptional pet care? We don't do that enough. I want to make sure people understand who you are, what you do. Well, Holy Dog is in the hills off of China Hot Springs Road, mm-hmm. so we're generally ten to twenty degrees warmer than town. That's nice. We are so buried in snow, but we're good. We're plowed out. <laughs> uh we do boarding. Mm-hmm. And we've been in business since 2003. We do a lot of doggy daycare, so we decided to get a shuttle to make it easy for people to come on out to, to the kennel or to pick up dogs in town at the East Fred Meyer parking lot. And 
we bring them out and we do a lot of positive reinforcement within the bus. The bus is loud, it's lights, it's crates that are strapped down and we've got blankets in all of them and Jerry's our driver and Jerry is just, he, they, they love Jerry. They love Jerry. Boy, did the dogs love Jerry. I bet he likes his job. He does. Yeah. Jerry has been with me so, geez, for about eight years now. So how, how many dogs does he have in this uh, shuttle on his way well, back back to the kennel? we have about 18 kennels in there. So it just depends. Yeah. Every day is different. Okay. Yeah. You know, some days are busier than others. And mm-hmm. um, so we have the kennel strapped down and we have cookies and treats. So Jerry loves to give all the dogs little treats for when they're in the bus. And the little ones are, are kind of up high, so they get the window. Oh, you actually stack these kennels. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. They're stacked and strapped uh-huh. down. It's nice and safe and efficient. Uh-huh. And, uh, That's kind of fun. It is, yeah. So yeah. the little dogs get to the uh-huh. view, the view <laughs> on the way out. And, and it's great because we do get new clients all the time, but mm-hmm. we do build relationships so a lot of the dogs are regulars. And mm-hmm. so funny thing, um, so daycare and then grooming and, yeah. and bathing and training. So sometimes people get young dogs and they... While they're boarded, they want us to work on getting the come sure. better or the stay better or whatever. So we can do that, and then we have the private dog park. And, and I, I just want to state again, just so we're clear on this, if if you want to take advantage of the dog shuttle, uh, yes. you, you meet the dog shuttle at East Fred Meyer parking yes. lot weekday mornings at yep. what time? About? 7.30 to 8. But if you're new, we <clears throat> mm-hmm. really want you to come out first for a tour Gotcha. and do our paperwork. I mean, we're, we're not just, yeah, hey, no problem. We, we, we have some rules we have to follow. We sure. need information. So, All right. Um, How do people contact you? Well, our office is... 907-455-6414. Our mm-hmm. website is holydoginc.com, mm-hmm. and you can find all our rates and things on there. And then our Facebook page, which is just for fun. I really don't like doing business on social media. Mm-hmm. I rather direct people to our office or our website for okay. reservations and things like that. But our Facebook page is great for for the fun, for the sure. photos, you know, and that's Holy Dog Inc. Okay. Exceptional Pet Care on Facebook and I, I don't focus so much on Instagram or other things because I just, I think I'm going to, and I don't have time to. Hmm. Well, I think one page is probably enough. And actually, you have two pages on Facebook because also there's the Alaskan, Alaskan Pet, Pet Culture, Culture page yes. that mm-hmm. we uh, use kind of in, in yeah. uh, concert with this yeah. program that we do. Yeah. Okay, all right. all right. Yeah, so spring break's coming. It's going to be a fun mm-hmm. week. Um, we're looking forward to it, and, and we've we've... You know, we've had a lot of clients move, which is very sad for us. I mm. mean, we really do build relationships with... We are a transient town, yeah. We are. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, funny story. So, daycare dog got picked up yesterday, and he, the the owner chatted for a little bit. And he goes, you know, we met these people out, and we, we've become good friends with them. And apparently, their dog comes here, too. And I was like, <laughs> really? You don't say. So, who... And I'm usually like, well, who's their dog? Because the human names aren't as prevalent as the dog names. (laughs) Well, I found out what dog it was, and I said, well, you know what? Your dog and their dog, they're buddies. They've been friends. So I go, is that strange to you that your two dogs are friends, have a separate relationship before you guys even know each other? (laughs) That is interesting. So so the, the dogs had not met on 
uh, other turf elsewhere no, first. No, but they already know each other. But they they already they have not. a. Yeah. They play together all the time. That's They're good buddies already. That's, that's kind of fun. That's yeah. kind of neat how that works yeah. out. Yeah. And I said that to um, I have an employee that's just. I'm so sad she's leaving. Every day we're like, oh, she's leaving. She's moving to California. Mm. We're, we're mm. so sad. And we had a conversation the other day, which I like to chat with my staff about the dogs. I'm like, who's your favorite? And, you know, just listening to them chat about their their individual relationships with each of the doggy clients. And mm-hmm. so I asked her, I said, so have you ever, did you ever think in life that you would have friends that were dogs that you didn't know the owners to and that you actually had like <laughs> deep relationships with? And she's like, you know, that's so bizarre, but you're right. I've never thought of, you know, and it just occurred to her. She's like, it is kind of a strange concept, but it it's is. so true. It, it, I, you guys are probably the only people in the world. You're, you pe- people yeah. in your industry are the yeah. only people in the world who, yeah. who have that. So, that's you know, because she's like, yeah, that, you know, you walk through the kennel and you'll see them like, you know, hey, but fluffy and hey, boo boo, or, you know, <laughs> hey, Jake, hey, Max, and, you know, they've got a connection that's mm-hmm. deep. I mean, Jerry has connections with dogs that are so deep that just blow my mind. Mm-hmm. So um, I would want that from my veterinarian as well mm-hmm. to some degree. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm lucky. I have an amazing relationship with my veterinarians. And um, even before I did this business, I remember because I, I was young, living in Las Vegas. I moved from Fairbanks out of state. And it was always important with me. I got to find my vet because I know I'm going to need one. Right. And I'm 20 something and I'll probably need to make payments. So I need to find a vet that's going to like me and allow <laughs> me to make payments. I mean, that was my thought process. Sure, sure, yeah. Which is pretty smart for somebody for in the early twenties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah no, you had your head on your shoulders even back then. I, well, maybe yeah. I don't know. So well, I wasn't screwed on right, but it was there. Yeah. So I found that <laughs> vet, and I yeah. really, you know, I really did develop that relationship. And mm-hmm. then I remember, I think I boarded with the same vet too, and he allowed me to make payments, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and I got to know his front desk girls, and um. Yeah, I mean, I had a really old dachshund that had kidney failure, so we had to go up frequently for saline treatments and sub-Q fluids, and that's how I learned to do that. And I think, you know, I always knew I wanted to be in the industry, but I didn't really want to be a vet tech or a vet assistant, maybe, but I didn't really want to be a veterinarian. I didn't like that, seeing the sick dog portion all the time. I didn't mind it. I like mm-hmm. the caretaking part, but I like the, the caretaking part. Yeah, yeah. Having, so, the having fun with them. For sure. Yeah. And the training part. But mm-hmm. um, um, so when I had to move from there, I remember I talked to him. I said, who do you recommend? You know, I have to move. I had to move like 50 miles away. So I probably should have just kept the same vet. But I asked for a referral and that the new vet that I met or had to start using however far away, he was awesome too. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost first name basis. And then. He had, um, he wasn't a holistic vet, but I had an old pit bull that had spine problems and she was having a hard time walking. So he referred me to a doggy chiropractor that came in to his clinic. And, you know, I just remember really good experiences mm-hmm. with the veterinarians and how it came about. And maybe because I'm inquisitive and I'm friendly and I, I like to know things, I like to know. Like, well, you're chatty. 
I am. You, sh- you know, the thing extremely is, what, what the audience Hot. doesn't know is Roxanne shows up here way before we go on air, and she's downstairs talking to people, bouncing around from <laughs> desk to desk, talking to talking to Ashley, talking to Rocky, and then finally makes Kim, it into the studio. Yeah. Or Kim, yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, so you're you're chatty. So you're you're, it's it you're you're a good fit for the radio. I don't, you know, I used to be really shy, believe it or not, but that that changed. So yeah, (laughs) so up here we have a lot of vets. We Mm -hmm. have holistic vets. We have a variety, and you know, I like to know what I like to know about vets is well, what kind of dog do they have? Mm -hmm. What do they do with their dogs? We have a lot of veterinarians in town that compete with their dogs and do agility and really cool stuff. Mm -hmm. So. Um, you know, uh, our one veterinarian goes overseas and helps dogs in like Romania. I mean, you know, I, if, if I'm away from the house and I encounter one dog, when I go home, my dog goes nuts and starts sniffing me like crazy. Nice. What does a veteran, what does a veteran, what does a veterinarian's dog do to the veterinarian (laughs) when he comes home? That dog's got to be just flipping well, out. Well, a lot of them are at the office with yeah, their dog. I suppose. I suppose. Hey, we're They're we're about we're, we're about out of time. We kind of started out talking about spring break. You're getting away for a week, and you got to leave your dog somewhere. One last uh, sum up the advice you give for somebody looking for a kennel while you're gone. Well, go for a tour. That's that's mm-hmm. my number one thing. See yeah. if you guys, if you if it's compatible for mm-hmm. you and your dog's needs. Mm-hmm. What do you need from a kennel? You know, some people just want that old-fashioned run-style kennel where they don't have social time. Maybe they need social time. Maybe maybe they need somebody that's not going to, you know, that, that they know their dog is reactive and there's a bit of liability there. And they need to know that they can leave their reactive dog with somebody that's not going to make the situation worse yeah. and set the dog up for success. They need to know that their dog is going to be humanely treated. You know, what is their stance? What is the the people's stance on training? Do they use no and, you know, spray lemon or pepper water at them? Mm-hmm. I personally wouldn't want that. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do that, by the way. Just saying <laughs> you don't need to do that. You really don't. And I'm not being a permissive dog owner either. I don't have wild dogs okay. either. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, just again, what do you want? And don't think just because you're around somebody yeah. who has more that does it for a living doesn't mean they're an expert and you can't say no. Okay, so take the tour ahead of time. For sure. So you're comfortable with it. Yeah. And, and again, before we wrap up, and we got to wrap up, but uh, let's just remind people, it's Roxanne Brooks, Holy Dog, Inc., Exceptional Pet Care. You're at uh, 455-6414. And I'd recommend taking a tour of your place if you need to leave sure. somewhere. All right. Sure. We love doing I love having people come out. It's fun. <laughs> so we have cookies. Alaskan, Alaskan pet culture. <laughs> Roxanne, thanks again, as always. KFBX Fairbanks. Have a good day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.